host, Nacho Vegas, and I'm here with Araya Sloan. Am I saying that correctly? It's Aria Sloan. Aria Sloan. <laughs> Aria Sloan. Like the hotel. Right. <laughs> and uh, so thank you for showing up and then checking us out. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. And um, just to let you guys know, uh, we are uh, not only a podcast, uh, we talk about the swingers lifestyle, and we do have a, a, a swinger uh, establishment here in Vegas. So. Um, just look us up, uh, like, sub subscribe, and you'll see our links and stuff, and you can follow us, and we'll definitely have your social media information, like, they could check you out on Twitter and stuff, too. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And, um, but yeah, thank you, thank you again for coming in, and, uh, just want to ask you a few questions, like, like, um, this is your first time here, right? In uh, this club? In this club, yeah. Yeah. My first time in the Green Door, for sure. And what do you uh, think about it? I think it, it's awesome. It's um, I love that there's so many different rooms and mm -hmm. something for everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it just feels comfortable, not pretentious or right like some other clubs I've been to. <laughs> right. Well, what's cool about our club is that like we we open the doors for everyone. Like yeah. it's an 18 and over establishment, first mm -hmm. off. But you don't need like a special club member. Ship. Uh, we have that, but we we don't need to be a member to have come to in. be an adult. <laughs> and uh, just come in, enjoy. Um, obviously, if we have people that like are a bad apple, then we kick them out. Yeah. You know, so we have a lot of staff that's ready to go and making sure everyone's having fun and being mm -hmm. safe and stuff. Yeah. But um, tell us about yourself. Like, what? Um, I understand you are in the adult industry. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm just. I've kind of been in the industry in some ways for a while, but just getting started in porn. Uh -huh. um, I kind of started swinging with my husband when we were young, and then um, eventually I started stripping. I danced for 10 years. Okay. Um, I danced in Miami and LA mostly. And then, um, of course, we all know the pandemic hit. <laughs> right. Um, I had to get creative and I always thought porn would be a good idea so um, just getting started I've only been shooting like less than two months yeah but having fun so far like so when you started to get into the swinging lifestyle and stuff like did you like kind of knew at a younger age like you wanted to do something like this or it's just something like one day you woke up and, and you're like I want to start swinging <laughs> um, I don't think I was knew that way but I always knew that I was bisexual okay. so I had the fantasy of being with a man and woman at uh -huh. the same time um, I met my husband young so like I didn't have a lot of t time to date a woman <laughs> okay. and uh, you know I hadn't been with that many people and I don't know it just kind of evolved over time with dirty talk and yeah, decided to make our fantasies reality and um, it's just the rest is history. <laughs> Do you think it, it made your relationship stronger? Yeah, I mean, I feel like to swing, you have to have a good foundation. Right. You have to have a good, healthy, strong, open, honest relationship, and then you have to stay open and honest. But if you have that foundation, I think it makes your relationship even better. Oh, absolutely. Sure. And it's the same with a lot of couples that I talk to where, where the first thing they always say is like, you got to have an understanding first, or you got to set rules or boundaries, or find out what you guys like. Don't don't just one just jump in to do everything. Yeah, know? I feel like it's you, there needs to be a discussion before right. like 
you know, yeah. before you just decide one night to go to a swingers club or something. Right. Like, yeah, you have to figure out what each other wants, what your partner's okay with, mm-hmm. you know, and what you're comfortable with, because obviously you don't want to push boundaries. Right. <laughs> I know a guy here that is the coolest guy, uh, funny, but uh, he he's single, he's like 50 years old, and like he meets girls on Tinder or wherever, but their first, his first dates, he always takes them here. Really? And yeah, it's like they're That's either gonna love it or hate it. <laughs> if they love it, great. Yeah. If they don't like it, then it's not gonna work out. Yeah. And, you know, so he like he's out. He's open about it like right away about his lifestyle. He's not afraid yeah. to tell people like oh, I I do I I love this club or I love to swing. I so. think that's good as someone that wants a single and wants to be in a lifestyle even in a relationship that's good because they're mm-hmm. putting it out there yeah who they are and yeah they're not hiding anything mm-hmm. you know oh and yeah the girl likes it or she doesn't i just think it's fun like funny because like i do see him bringing girls <laughs> in sometimes and and i see like their eyes like get this big yeah. and then they're Do like, they, like freak out and leave sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> and then like but sometimes they're like all about it and yeah. he's like oh wow okay i mean i think there's more people that like if you i mean that's kind of like very upfront about it like very yeah. like like you could kind of ease it way into it and talk mm-hmm. about it first but but in this lifestyle like i've been doing this for over 10 years i mean like like if you're upfront about it and talk about it and and kind of be open about it and not be shy to yeah. express your feelings a little bit and share fantasies mm-hmm. even if you're just talking about it first and then like maybe watching a video or you know or meeting someone that is actually in the lifestyle yeah but there's levels to everything like i think mm-hmm. it's that's really important but it shouldn't be built up and keeping your yeah like if, if your husband didn't know about like you liking women like you wouldn't be in this position where you're now. Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of the catalyst for our sexual life together by mm-hmm. me telling him I have that fantasy and it's something I wanted to do and right. You know. When you started dancing, um, I mean, did you dance? Was there a lot of reasons why you got into dancing, or because I know like I know a lot of women that are dancing, they tend to like mess around with other women and you being liking women that kind of got you a little closer around Uh naked women i mean i always like going to strip clubs and getting dances and seeing pretty girls and i just always kind of like you know thought oh i could never do that but then eventually you know i got sick of the nine to five grind and wanted to do something different with my life and i just I was a very terrible dancer at first, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I stuck with it till I figured it out, and um, it's just always been fun. I mean, it's, you know, any job has its ups and downs, but, like, it's nice with dancing because you have, like, control right. of who you hang out with, who you make your money from. And oh, for sure. Different kind of grind. Yeah. <laughs> your own kind of grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I'm pretty sure you have some pretty cool, cool stories with the dancing, though. Like, especially dancing from Miami to yeah, Miami, LA. And LA, very different markets. I mean, you have alcohol and nudity in Miami, yeah. so it's a little more wild all around. Right. <laughs> um, it's just some, some clubs. It's just like a constant party. Um, I worked at a big club that was kind of like a really, really huge sports bar. Okay. Um, 
but it also had like an upstairs VIP section, so you get like a mix of all kinds of people, like young people, like business people, right? International travelers. Um, yeah, LA is a little more uh, low key as far as there's no alcohol in the nude clubs, so people kind of come in, get their dances, and leave. But right. They're there, they're more serious about spending money. <laughs> right. And um, I remember I, I, I've never been to a strip club in LA, but I remember going to Miami and mm-hmm. I went to like two of them. And one of them, I remember the girls were making their money on stage. And like when people were making it rain, they were making it rain. And, yeah. And like, but it was fully nude with alcohol. That's what kind of shocked me. Yeah. And even when they were done out on stage, they were kind of like, going around walking to yeah, everyone I think asking for tips. Yeah, the club you're talking about. Oh, really? <laughs> the one that's like a constant party. Like yeah. All the electronic music. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, it's like a, almost like a strip club culture shock. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a club meets, it's like a nightclub meets a strip club. Yeah. And the, the girls perform really well there, but I was never, I was never very great on the pole, the actual pole dancing. Uh-huh. So. I didn't do well when I tried that club, but um, but yeah, Miami's cool that way. You have all kinds of difference. You got you got like a high end steakhouse type of like old classic type of strip club, and then you have the sports bar type places, the more hip hop beat clubs, and mm-hmm. then the more party clubs like that, like you're talking about. Yeah. Did you ever hook up with any girls in the strip club? Uh, oh yeah, like had sex with lots of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, like countless girls in Miami, actually. Really? But uh, the girls in LA are a little harder to cozy up to. Yeah. <laughs> but, you do, um, did you always like initiate it, or did it like kind of just happen, kind of thing? Um, I mean, it would just sometimes be natural, you know. You just be like in the VIP room with like dancing for a guy with your friend and stuff, kind of, you know, just rubbing on each other and. Sometimes, you know, I brought a girl home or two, like, brought a couple girls home before <laughs> and pulled around after. That's awesome. And your husband was there watching? Yeah, I mean, I brought them home, like, for my husband. <laughs> well, for both of us. That's awesome. But, yeah, that was that was always really fun. I mean, it's usually more, like, young girls that are open to it. You've got, like, your serious hustlers that make their money and go home. And yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, Vegas is, it's like, it's cool, it's fun, but like we get a lot of tourists. Yeah. So, but we get a lot of dancers that come in and visit for the weekend and they perform yeah. and, and they leave. But like we get a lot of like feature dancers, like porn stars that come in and mm-hmm. so a lot of their fans that come in and like there's one club in particular, like they are known to have a hundred dancers there at once. Yeah. At all times. And like. And they even have a pool, a swimming pool, topless. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, <laughs> It's like inside? Yeah, it's like behind it. It's oh. like, uh, um, yeah, it's right behind it. So, but they also have a, a, like a Mexican restaurant that's connected to it. Oh. And then they do like, you could watch the UFC fights and you could, it's like all uh-huh. kinds of cool stuff, but it's a little pricey though. Like, like yeah. for Red Bull, it's like $18, <laughs> it's like something ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And like, if you're non-local, it's like fifty dollars to get in. It's like horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually been to a strip club here in Vegas yet. There's um, some good ones, but like, so there's only two of them that's fully nude, and one mm-hmm. of them it's 
and 18 and over non-alcoholic yeah i hear one is grandfathered in with the alcohol right right I yeah that's, that's the club to go to <laughs> that's the best one it's like in the north uh las vegas yeah mm-hmm. it's palomino club but like the pole dancing there i i've seen some of the best pole dancers mm-hmm. in that club and they allow like a lot of body art so there's a lot of tattoos and and yeah, stuff it's and more like the rocker vibe right and the prices are right i mean it's really fun there too so yeah. i always recommend that club over any other ones that's like, what i hear from everyone yeah check it out mm-hmm. and there's some other ones too but like you know like they have specials like like one of them like on sundays it's like 35 dollars, but it's all you could drink and then they have like pizza they make pizza for you so <laughs> you get that dance and they have a pepperoni slice right here yeah you know, corona on this side yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i don't do that anymore like i haven't done that in like five years or so ever since i found this club you know i'm just like eh, i just don't need for <laughs> unless i got like friends coming to town for a bachelor party i'll go or yeah. like if they're showing a fight that that i want to see then i'll go there mm-hmm. for that you know but oh one time there's one place had midget wrestling <laughs> you know so it's like a strip club then. something interesting yeah so but with the uh, so from there you pretty much had interest doing porn yeah i uh, you know obviously the world got a little changed in the last year and a half and right. <laughs> uh, my club closed and i had to start thinking about something else to do and i didn't want to get out of the industry completely so mm-hmm. um just finally got over my fear of the camera <laughs> yeah um and you know and officially like how long like how long ago was your first recording my first scene? scene i just started so it's been um i think six or seven weeks ago wow nice so i haven't done that much yet um but yeah hopefully i have a good amount of content up soon just still waiting on shoots i've done but i probably shot like I don't know, like 15 or 20 scenes so far. Oh, nice. Um, and they'll be pretty much like testing the waters, like boy-girl scenes. You've done like girl-girl and um, all that? Yeah, I haven't actually done girl-girl on camera yet, um, mm-hmm. but obviously boy-girl. Um, and like I've done threesomes with another girl and a guy. Um, I just pegged a guy the other day for the first time in my life, and it was on camera, which was kind of cool. Uh huh. Um, did he ask you for that, or did you uh, want him to do it? Or yeah, want I him mean, to do it, it just—it was kind of content that would be good for him, and I just thought it was good to push myself out of my comfort zone and try something different. Yeah. Especially because I'm used to being more of a sub, so and I would like to be more of a switch. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to feel like more in control that way. Yeah. It was fun. That's cool. Um, and you would do something like that again? Yeah, I think I'd do that again. Nice. But it's very physically taxing. You know? I see what you guys get into when you're <laughs> when you're doing all the work. <laughs> right. It's yeah. tough. I mean... It's like a workout. <laughs> it is. Like, I, I mean, I, I work out regularly, but, like, sometimes, like, if you're doing a an hour or two hour shoot I mean like I can imagine like I really don't know how many calories like an average person burns during sex but yeah it's got to be out there I know my my Apple watch always thinks that I'm have that I'm exercising oh really when I'm doing the work during sex so yeah 
And believe me, like, once you start doing more mainstream stuff, and, like, they're gonna ask you to do some, like, sex scenes, but, like, in, like, a sauna or, like, you know, swimming pool or something like that, mm-hmm. that then you'll be burning more. Or if you're doing a scene outdoors. Yeah, I would think the water would make it easier. Yeah. No, like, like <laughs> no, it just gives them a reason to do angles or do positions okay. where you're not normally used to doing. So, like, like... I remember once, like, I was asked to, like, lift the girl up and then fuck her while she's, her legs are over my shoulders. Like, like, pile driver kind of, but in the water? Like, you're holding yeah, her and legs up here? Exactly, and I'm, like, grabbing her the whole time like this, and, like, so by the end she's of it... She's gotta like, be flexible. For yeah. <laughs> so, my, for me, like, my arms were so sore from, like, holding and going yeah. back and forth, and then for her... Like her, like lower back, and like yeah, her hamstrings, like yeah. staying in that position a long time. Yeah, like there's like other sites that I know, like around here, they do like underwater mm-hmm. scenes. So like you gotta be good at giving BJ's underwater, and then like yeah, I've definitely never done that before. <laughs> or, or there's a there's a wrestling one where like you gotta like literally like wrestle someone, like grapple a guy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And then whoever dominates the one person like fucks her first or. I noticed that the wrestling thing seems to be like a fetish that right. I didn't really know about much till recently. <laughs> I mean, I think it's smart because like uh, wrestling is like in general has always been like a very popular thing since like the mm-hmm. '80s or since Hulkamania days, yeah. you know. So now there are a lot more women wrestlers mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. And it's like turning turning guys on. It's probably more like to mm-hmm. like someone that doesn't want to be totally dominated. They just mm-hmm. want to be taking control. Oh yeah, like I know in New York and and I know in England also. There's like places where I'm pretty sure they have one here and like maybe uh, definitely gotta be L. A. Mm-hmm. Where guys will go and pay girls to like pin them and like and get them in chokeholds and and yeah. and stuff. And I don't know if I'm strong enough for all that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe because they're working like 16 hours a day and like, or they're some CEO, but they yeah. want to feel like they're being dominated, yeah. you know, they rather do. than the traditional like ball crushing or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if I had a chance like to meet a wrestler like that I, I was a fan of and if she wanted to kick my ass, I'd probably <laughs> be like, yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just to say, okay, she kicked my ass, that was great. You know, she pinned me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, this thing, like, I know girls that's done those scenes, and, and yeah, they come out like, man, I'm, I'm really sorry, I got a good workout. I you had know. to work out more than I do mm-hmm. to try to do something like that. Right? Um, what's your husband say when uh, you wanted to get into porn? Um, he was excited, he, you know. So I always thought it'd be a hot idea. Of course, he doesn't want me to do something I'm not comfortable with. Right. But, you know, we've done a lot of our own little sex videos at home. Like, okay. You know, I've made, like, porn with him, sort of, like, little POV blowjob scenes or yeah. whatever. Um, and we used to, when we swung and years ago, we used to take a lot of pictures uh-huh. um, with other people and stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he thinks it's very hot. And he wants to see me in all kinds of different scenes so he's very supportive that's awesome <laughs> and very turned on 
Do you um do you like masturbate to porn? Um, I mean, I go through phases. If I'm getting a whole lot of sex, then I don't really masturbate that much. But uh, yeah, I definitely watch porn from time to time. Well, what kind of porn like do you like to watch when you do watch it? I usually watch. I mean, I like gangbang porn a lot. Um, I like like bondage porn. I watch Fair Amount of Girl Girl, or sometimes basic boy girl, like, mm. um, I don't know, I guess I kind of watch all kinds of stuff, I don't really have, like, specific kind of porn that I always go to or anything. Yeah. Like, for me, I call it research. I'm researching <laughs> porn. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I'm always, like, coming up with ideas of what kind of, like, what's what would be good out like to put out and like to yeah. produce and stuff but I feel like I should watch more porn for that reason now that yeah. I'm making it right <laughs> and like for me I go down a rabbit hole like yeah like like I start I'll start off with watching some kind of hardcore porn mm-hmm. like actual like sex like boy girl porn or like outdoor gangbang or whatever mm-hmm. but but then I I tend to go to like the girl next door type of porn. Like it doesn't even, mm. have, even have to involve sex, yeah. and like it could be like um, flashing, or it could be solo masturbating, mm-hmm. or something like that. You know. So for me, it's like I don't know. It's like I don't think about like my favorites anymore. Like I, I love massaging. You just get lost on the next. Oh thing. my god! It's like. So it's like I did the same thing when they had pop-ups in the 90s you were like yes yes right exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I remember like dial-up internet porn yeah oh my god you wait like 45 minutes for it to load mm-hmm. and then if you click the wrong thing you like crash your whole computer <laughs> right or if someone or the phone rang like you lose your internet connection that's right right yeah. or someone picked up the phone or something like that um I just remember the times where like it would be like eighty eight percent, eighty nine percent, and all of a sudden just like twenty five percent. You like lose your erection while you're waiting. Right. Well, I used to have to print it, like you know, and like it would take a lot of color ink. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I was like a weird pervert, I guess, in high school. I don't really know. Like, like I just like I didn't. We didn't have internet till what. 97, 98 at my house. So, mm-hmm. like, we had VHS tapes. So like, you had to find, like, Playboys and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. actual, like, yeah. And old, yeah, old school videos. Yep. The VHS, the 70s porn, the old school Ron Jeremy porns, and, like... Um, and this, the younger generation doesn't doesn't know about all that. <laughs> you gotta rewind it. Like, if you found your dad's porn, like, I found my dad's porn once, and, like, mm-hmm. you had to, like, rewind it. At the exact minute where he left off, mm-hmm. you know that way. Oh, so he doesn't know you watched. It. Exactly, <laughs> he doesn't suspect anything. <laughs> but um, that's what uh, I mean. Look at look at today is like when porn stars made their money back then. Like say even in the two thousands, like like they didn't have the options to like only like to make your own porn on Pornhub or OnlyFans or whatever. Like the yeah. tube sites. It's com- the OnlyFans and the tube sites have kind of completely changed the, yeah. the business that way. And I think you, I think you get in the industry at the right time too. Yeah, I'm glad I waited so I have some control over. Right. You know, 
Yeah. Because there's so many sites out there, and like, you just gotta look for them. And then, uh, and then, but as you network and you work with different different talent and people in the industry, like, generally, like everyone's pretty nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And and like, but there are some not nice ones. <laughs> but uh, generally, like, a lot of them are got the same mentality. They just want like some money and see what they could do with it and stuff. And and then yeah, yeah. But that's the way to go is is what you're doing which I admire you know just stepping it up and knocking out the scenes yeah you know yeah everyone I met I've met so far has been really nice and it's a very I think people on the outside would have a no idea how n- normal and nice everyone really is or just yeah. people making porn <laughs> who uh, did anyone like has been helping you like before you even started to do your first scene, has anyone kind of mentored you a little bit, or did you um, ask around, or how did you... I mean, I got reached out to by um, Ben Dillon. He invited me out to shoot with him, and, um, and has introduced me to a few other people. Um, and then I, once I started getting some follows on Twitter from that, and that some LA people reached out to me, and I'm already seeing, like, it's just so easy for the, the network to build quickly, just from Twitter alone, you know, and meeting people, like, the, um, I forget his name now, but the guy you introduced me to tonight, yeah. Tommy, you yeah. know, so I imagine it's going to, I mean, that network will grow exponentially, and yeah, um, it's just really kind of easy to, once once you get, a, like, an introduction into the business, then it's, yeah. it's easy to start meeting other people. Right. And, like, I think the hardest part after, like, when you're starting to figure out how to network and meeting people and, and planning scenes and stuff is actually the editing. Mm-hmm. The editing part and marketing. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the stuff I've got to work on. I mean, some people are giving me cut versions and some people are giving me raw footage. So uh-huh. I've got to figure out all of that side of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are people out there that will, like, offer you to edit your stuff. Mm-hmm. in exchange for uh, if it's not money if it's it's probably like they want some scenes for themselves or whatever mm-hmm. but it, like I will always recommend to everyone like do what you're most comfortable with like if you want to own the the videos and stuff like um, try your best to learn to edit yourself yeah yeah and like and to market yourself mm-hmm. and then from there from there like you'll know what sells and what doesn't like mm-hmm. after you do like I don't know, like thirty scenes or so, uh, even more scenes. So, but you yeah. gotta, you gotta start selling it. Yeah. 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 I'm slowly still building that initial chunk of content. I, uh-huh. I only really have three videos up right now, but uh-huh. hopefully with the next two three weeks I'll have more. But I, yeah, like I said, I think I've shot about fifteen, maybe twenty scenes. So in six weeks, that's pretty good. I feel like once I have about thirty, that's nice, good, like enough to get people staying on my OnlyFans, yeah. you know? And then I'll really start kicking the marketing into gear. Yeah. At that point, once I have some more content. Have you gotten any, like, weird requests on OnlyFans? Like... Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes some strange things. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to... I think someone asked me about the wrestling thing. Um, and I don't know, like... I mean, not too weird. Lots of people ask if I'm going to make any anal scenes <laughs> or stuff like yeah. that. Like, I can't think of anything specifically. Yeah, I don't have a lot of fans yet because I just started. But yeah, save the anal for last. <laughs> yeah, that'll be like your 
the last thing you want to like show that, that a lot of girls will, will recommend that yeah like right here i'm gonna just like build up to mm -hmm. different kind of content yeah we had a girl here that uh taught us how to anal prep and like to train your an an anus train your butt <laughs> yeah so she had like different size butt plugs yeah and she started with the smallest one and obviously then she showed us the one that she's on currently and it was like kind of like this yeah like that <laughs> but like Here, uh, that's how to do it mm -hmm. yeah and she was like she even like showed me how big her cape was her booty cape wow and i was like <laughs> oh Okay. Just like that all the time. Well, I guess if she's got something in there all the time. Yeah, yeah. She like sleeps with it overnight, and then she pulls it out in the shower. Goodness. And then like yeah, and then she cleans it out, and then like I'm like okay. <laughs> she eats a lot of gummy bears. That's <laughs> for her. Mm -hmm. Gummy bears. Yeah, because like it's a solid. Like if you're hungry, like if you're doing a, a anal scene tomorrow, like you don't want to eat. Oh. You don't, don't want to eat chicken wings tonight. Yeah. yeah. So you eat gummy bears. Gummy bears is like it's like gelatin. So. You're right. So it's solid and then it, yeah, gelatin. I'm like oh okay, and it's flavorful. <laughs> I love gummy bears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would probably buy those big old gummy bears that are like this big and I'll just eat that thing. <laughs> like it's one gummy bear. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god, there's a there's a, a popular candy shop uh, near the strip. It's mm -hmm. at the town square mall, and they get large size candies mm -hmm. and one of them is a gummy bear it's like this wouldn't it be gross by the time you ate it all like i don't know dirty on this side i would start off with the ear probably and yeah. work my way down i don't know like <laughs> just make sure it all at once. <laughs> yeah maybe like treat it like a birthday cake and just cut in slices mm -hmm. for people but uh yeah it's um uh but yeah like the anal preface that's what got me the most and like the squirting <laughs> and stuff do you squirt no, I don't squirt. No? I don't know how to squirt. I can come a lot. <laughs> yeah? Like, yeah. how many times do you come in a scene? Or can um, you come? I don't know. Like, I can come probably three, four, or five times in a scene sometimes, depending on how long the scene is. But Yeah. That's I can, cool. I can usually come quite a bit. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, because, like, um, I worked with some girls, like, you know, it takes them, like, 10 minutes to come the first time after that they're like not stop coming yeah. or they never come at all you know uh -huh. probably because they i mean for me i think in like they masturbate a lot or or whatever you know yeah. and like so it's hard for them to come with a dick uh -huh. and like oh well, that's what some girls say i think it's the opposite for me i think i come from other people better than i can make myself come yeah mm -hmm. um which is i guess different than most people <laughs> right um i don't know like i, I show a lot of game bang scenes so like mm -hmm. i've seen some girls like they say they've never squirted before mm -hmm. but when they shoot a game bang scene it's like now stop fucking mm -hmm. and then eventually like they just kind of let loose and just fucking let it let it yeah. flow <laughs> and uh, i'm just like holy cow so i'm bringing in tackles and stuff and, <laughs> you know they're just squirting everywhere yeah. Like, oh my god, I never came, I never squirted before. Yeah. Oh, I mean, go. someone made me squirt once when I was really, really fucked up, but then I freaked out and I thought I peed on him <laughs> and I wasn't even into it. And I was like, no. Because <laughs> I guess it's kind of like peeing. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I got to see a documentary on it. 
see what the real facts yeah. are, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's the anatomy, the science behind the squirting. Right? Well, watch. Someone's going to make that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, before um, uh, we let you go, um, do you have any big plans coming up in the future? Like, do you have any goals to, like, start doing, like, like Bing Bros or something like that, or um, I mean, I definitely would like to get some representation. So okay, um, I don't have to do so much of that work by myself. Right. <laughs> I mean, I still would like to do like content trades and run my OnlyFans, of course. Um, yeah. I guess my next step is is trying to get an agent and um, I don't know. And go from there. Just go from there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we'll definitely um, we'll put your name out there and and see what will happen we were definitely we're definitely excited to see you in the future and see what what you're gonna how far you're gonna take it you know but um what's your social media again and share it with uh with our people uh, my social media it's aria.sloan um on both twitter and OnlyFans. it's spelled a-r-i-y-a period s-l-o-a-n-e aria sloan um, so definitely follow me and uh, be patient with my OnlyFans as I grow it. <laughs> and, well, uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully blowing up in the industry one day. Awesome. Well, you guys uh, heard it here, and like, um, we'll definitely have her her information on the link uh, below this video screen here, and um, just. Uh, Follow us and subscribe, and um, and we'll give you all the updates for everything, okay? And I want to thank you again mm -hmm. for coming here and being our guest. Thanks and for having me. You're welcome here anytime. Awesome. <laughs> all right, everyone. Bye. Later.